Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now, joined by America's Money Answers man, Jordan Goodman, right now. And uh, Jordan, we just uh, marked the one-year anniversary of the Russia war in Ukraine. And let's talk a little bit about the economic impact we've seen and what we're continuing to see in that ongoing fallout. Yeah, it's had a lot of major impacts. The food prices are higher and there's been shortages of food. Energy prices have been disrupted. At first they shut up and now they've come down. But the whole flow of oil and gas has changed dramatically where Russia was providing 50% or more of the oil and gas for Europe and now that's going to have been embargoed. So they're now sending it to China and India. So the whole flow of oil and gas has dramatically changed. Much more spending on military uh, around the world. Uh, and our deficit is higher. We've spent over $113 billion in Ukraine so far with much more to come. So it just had a lot of different impacts. Right. The uh, the focus on deficit spending now, I mean, we heard Warren Buffett uh, even mentioning that in his uh, uh, newsletter or message to shareholders. Right. And his annual report to shareholders, uh, I mean, we've got the, the, the debt ceiling uh, issue coming up. I mean, officially we ran out of, uh, we ran up against the debt ceiling in January um, by May or June, uh, they're going to be able to. They have to do something because they're going to run out of games to be able to keep the, the whole thing going. Uh, we're spending an awful lot of money, well more than a trillion dollars a year than we're taking in, and the whole support of Ukraine is just another uh, uh, major expense on top of everything else. What about the pressure of inflation? I mean, it seemed like that eased a bit in the stores. I mean, it didn't feel like it was going, but but then you also get shrinkflation, which when I did my last grocery shopping trip, really hit me hard. Yeah. Well, inflation, the rate of increase is coming down, but it's still increasing. Uh, the latest numbers that came in last week, about 6.5% inflation rate. The Fed wants 2%, and that's why I think it's quite clear they're going to continue to raise rates and keep them higher for longer. Their next meeting is March 22nd, and it's quite clear they're going to raise rates at least a quarter point, if not a half a point at that meeting. Then they've got another meeting in May, another one in June. I think they're going to keep raising rates at each of these things because they want to slow the economy down to get inflation under control. It's painful, uh, but as far as they're concerned, it's not slow enough. Uh, we have a very low unemployment rate, 3.4%, uh, the lowest since 1969. The Fed wants that higher. So, you know, the, the Fed is trying to slow things down, uh, and the economy is showing some resilience here. Yeah, and it's really kind of uh, interesting because we're now starting to compare this year's numbers towards last year. So obviously that inflation rate is going to have some different numbers compared to the extreme numbers we were seeing dealing, you know, last year compared to the year prior when really they started to really starting to try and ramp it all down. Well, inflation took off after the pandemic was uh, over and we opened up again. You know, we had like zero economic activity. And then when things open up, the demand surged, so prices went up and the supply couldn't keep up with it. So that's where you had all those supply chain bottlenecks. That's not over, but certainly a lot better now than it was before. Uh, but still, inflation, and it's not only that, but it's also the amount of money that the Federal Reserve printed during the pandemic, trillions of dollars. The federal government spent trillions of dollars in bailing people out, the PPP program. All that's coming home to roost now, and it's painful to get that inflation out of the system. And, and, you know, one other thing real quick, we're starting to see much more talk about this, the uh, the rise in artificial intelligence <laughs> as well. And how is this really uh, kind of going to impact uh, the markets, your pocketbook, uh, really the world as we see it today? 
everything. I mean, the Satya Nadella, the head of Microsoft, says the introduction of artificial intelligence on a wide basis is as big as the introduction introduction of the internet itself. Um, it's going to be used in everything. All of the Microsoft products are going to have uh, Chat GPT, their artificial intelligence built into it. Uh, Facebook and uh, Apple and Google all have their own versions of artificial intelligence. It can do some amazing things. It allows you to write a symphony. You can uh, do artwork. You can do computer coding. Uh, just amazing things. But it can be used for nefarious purposes as well. Um, fake videos, misinformation. Uh, students can uh, have their papers written in 10 seconds. <laughs> artificial intelligence not to do the work. But it's not going away. We're going to have more and more discussion about what artificial roles and intelligence's role is in our lives. Yeah, Andrew's been experimenting with it. He's been uh, playing around with it. Chet? What did you find, Andrew? In Chet? Uh, it was pretty easy. I um, plugged in a couple of um, you know clients I do endorsement commercials for here, and just said, "Hey, write me a sixty-second commercial for." X yeah. company, and you know they actually did pretty decent. Obviously, there's a few local things and you know um, things that would need to be added, but it's kind of surprising uh, just how cohesive they did. Or even you know a promo here for us at KRDO News Radio, pretty uh, pretty decent as far as uh, just saying, think hey, write me a thirty second promo. Think, think of it as having all of human intelligence so far at your fingertips. That's the way <laughs> to think of it. Wow, that, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, <laughs> pretty amazing. But but well, at the same time. It, 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 it may develop some interesting traits like, uh, you know, expressing something that resembles feelings uh, in some yeah. of the uh, breakdowns that I've read. It's true. It's sentiment feelings, as I call it. But people say, oh, we, we can't do it. You, you can't be a Luddite and say artificial intelligence has got to go away. It's going to be here. We have to deal with it. I mean, in schools, there are some people want to ban it. You can't ban it. You have to work with it. That's, it. It can be a very powerful tool if you use it right. Mm, okay. Well, Jordan Goodman, next month, uh, it may not be me talking to you. It may be a <laughs> chat bot that Andrew's brought in to replace me. We'll just have to see. Not quite the same. No, just not quite <laughs> the same. Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answers Man, thank you so much for joining us here uh, on Care News Morning News. <laughs>